HeartQuest, your host. Thank you for listening to our episode of the Hungry HeartQuest podcast. All information shared is intended as informational entertainment and not as medical advice. At Hungry HeartQuest, we hold to the following values. Reverence for the outdoors, recognition and desire for interconnection, cooperation with the natural world, commitment to the betterment of self and community, and practical and active application of lessons learned from experience in the outdoors. In today's exploration of the transformative power of mindset, we journey through the profound impact of your beliefs on your ability to manifest your desires. We'll delve into the core elements of this process, shedding light on how self-awareness, belief identification, and the reformation of limiting beliefs are pivotal steps in your wellness journey. By the end of the episode, you'll be equipped with tools and insights needed to turn your beliefs into manifestation gold. So I want to focus first on this idea of limiting beliefs. That is a belief that might be holding us back. And it could be a belief that started when we were young. It might be something that arose out of circumstances. For example, maybe we were told that we were not good at a specific sport. And even though we enjoyed that sport and it meant something for us, we might have chosen not to participate in it because we believed that we were not good at it as a result of someone telling us not to or our own struggle in developing our skills in that sport. So that's one example of a limiting belief. They're a belief that hold us back or keep us stuck in unproductive patterns. And they're often formed based on past experiences that may not necessarily reflect objective truths. A lot of times when we stay in a pattern like this or stuck in a belief, it is because it is comfortable, it is safe. But that doesn't always mean that it is serving us. Honestly, it may be preventing you from realizing your full potential, which is why we look to reframe them. The first step to identifying these limiting beliefs is practicing self-awareness. So I said in my introductory episode, we have to begin at the beginning. And practicing self-awareness is that first step. So some practices for improving self-awareness are our mindfulness meditation, journaling, or seeking feedback from friends or mentors. Sometimes it can be taking a walk in the woods and thinking about where we are at in our life right now and whether that's something we're content with, or if you have realized that you are comfortable, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're achieving everything that you want to achieve. Self-awareness is a practice. It is an ongoing process that has to be habituated, and that can be really challenging initially, but it is essential for personal growth. You have to be honest with yourself about where you are, if you are stuck, if you are content, or if you are comfortable. Because growth happens outside our comfort zone, and being self-aware allows for us to identify the truth of where we are and the truth of what we desire. So when you are trying to identify a limiting belief, they may form in this sensation of stuckness or habit. And so these beliefs that formed may have formed without your awareness or intention. And that's where you get in trouble because they can form without you even knowing it because you're not practicing self-awareness. But also it could have happened when you were really young. 
These limiting beliefs can foster feelings of resentment outwardly and inwardly. So that might be one way you can start to identify them. Are there any areas of your life where you are feeling some resentment? And another way to approach these limiting beliefs is, is this belief benefiting you or is it just convenient? Some ways to identify those just using the language that we use to talk about, to think, are statements like, I can't, I should or I shouldn't, or others will. These are examples of self-defined beliefs, ability beliefs, self-shame or self-judgment, and also judgment from the outside world or fear of that judgment from the outside world. Sometimes these beliefs might come up when we're having really strong emotions that well up suddenly, and it's important to be able to sit with that and think, why am I experiencing this sudden upwelling of frustration or tragic sadness? What is it that is driving that? These beliefs are often accompanied by underlying fears, and we justify them with situational facts. I say facts because they may be true, but they are from a limited perspective. So you might say, I can't go on a backpacking trip because I don't have a regular exercise routine. So the I can't there, that is an identifier for a limiting belief. I can't go on a backpacking trip. This says, I can't do something that I desire to do. And then we justify it by saying, because I don't have a regular exercise routine. We might then try to identify the fears with that. And the fear is that you are not fit enough to achieve this backpacking trip. Or you are going to be judged by how hard your body has to work in order to keep up with others on a trip. So we can take this belief and reframe it, and that will open up these possibilities for us to make change around whatever it is we desire, around that fear, around the facts that we currently perceive, and bringing in other perspectives. It's really important to start exploring alternate perspectives and find other truths that support a more positive mindset here. So the next step in taking the limiting belief and then beginning to reframe it is by shifting our fear into fuel. So these beliefs are often paired with underlying fear and justified with facts about our situation. However, these beliefs can be reframed by shifting how we think and talk about them. I want to throw back to my first episode in saying the power of positive self-talk. These fears perpetuate these limiting beliefs and hinder manifestation, hinder our growth, hinder our change and wellness and improvement. When we are in a state of fear, we are in an acute stress response. So that is fight, flight, freeze. In order to handle that fear, we have to allow space for the fear. And then once we've 
allowed for that fear to be acknowledged, to be let go, then we can make a decision about how we want it to affect our actions. So one way you might do this is with breath work, box breathing, for example. So you may sit for a moment, you're experiencing that fear, and you can then begin by taking a breath in and exhaling it all out. Then you're going to breathe in for a count of four, three, four, hold it for a count of four, three, four, then exhale it all out, three, four, hold it, three, four. And then you would repeat that cycle. And techniques such as box breathing are ones that bring our brains out of this fight-or-flight mode, this acute stress response, and into a parasympathetic nervous state. That is a state of healing, of repair, of rest, and restoration. This will also help us to make space for addressing this fear that we have experienced and deciding what we're going to do with it. Will we turn it into fuel for progress? Or will we allow it to keep us in this frozen state, this stuckness, this pattern that doesn't serve us? Next, you're going to want to identify the opposite belief, then take empowered action. By identifying the opposite belief, we create a new framework for how we see ourselves. So I can't go on a backpacking trip because I don't have a regular exercise routine might be reframed as I am fit enough to begin hiking and backpacking and having a regular exercise routine will help me to feel more confident and capable. So this is where we then can take empowered action. We have a way, we have an opening, an avenue to create transformation that Having a regular exercise routine will help me feel more confident and capable. This is where we have to take action. It can be as small or as large as necessary to break free from this limiting belief and embrace an empowered perspective. In this case, you might just start with a five-minute exercise routine. Five minutes a day is going to be better than none at all. Even if you don't necessarily see progress right away, it does get your foot in the door for making larger change. This is where we can take our empowered action and actually begin to manifest our desires and our goals. Even with increased self-awareness and a shift in mindset, we might not always be able to see a clear path forward or we might not always be able to hold ourselves accountable to those goals. So this is where health coaching comes in as a potential solution for that struggle. My role as a health coach is to help you strategize ways of being, ways of doing, new habits, new lifestyle techniques that fit into your goals, your desires, but also help you ease into a transition, changing your wellness for the better. This is where health coaching can provide guidance, support, strategies for people seeking to overcome these obstacles to find accountability in their journey towards manifesting their ideal life and fostering personal growth. Now I want to take a moment to shift our focus towards 
manifestation technology, or manifestation tech, as I might like to call it. And I want to share this quote with you from Jay Kristoff. An avalanche starts with one pebble, a forest with one seed, and it takes one word to make the whole world stop and listen. All you need is the right one. I want to invite you to start thinking about what that one seed, that one pebble, that right word might be for you. And again, all you need is the right one. That means it takes some practice. It's going to take some sifting to find that spark, that movement that will begin to alter your perspective and improve your quality of life. There are a variety of areas where you might want to see change. So that could be creativity, career, finances, education, health, physical activity, home cooking, home environment, relationships, social life, joy, or spirituality. Making transformation in any of these areas that is meaningful requires space and time and awareness. You have to be able to sit through the discomfort of that limiting belief, that fear, that emotion that might arise in regard to something that comes up in one of these areas of life. Meaningful transformation takes time and personal awareness. You need to practice to be patient and to endure this discomfort in order to see positive, meaningful, and lasting change. In order to see that transformation through, we have to generate enough heat to create this transformation. A little glimmer, an urge, a desire, identifying those, and then allowing them to build into a flame that helps you to create this transformation. Even a small desire can grow into something significant. Recognize the power of this initial motivation and use it to fuel your journey. Some techniques and methods that you might use to support this transformation is journaling, using precise words, being honest with yourself in your writing. If you can begin journaling regularly, you might be able to start identifying these limiting beliefs to facilitate self-reflection and facilitate growth. Another technique you can use and using this in your journaling practice are outlining goals using the SMART goal technique. So that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. If we're looking at specific, it means being honest, using precise wording. Measurable means that you can actually measure your progress in something. Did you do this 10 days in a row? How did your reps increase in a certain workout that you were doing? These are all examples of how you might measure a goal. It has to be achievable. You can't say, I'm going to earn $10,000 by tomorrow. But you can say, I'm going to skip that coffee, and I'm going to put $5 that I might have put, or at least these days, those $7 towards coffee. I'm going to put those $7 towards coffee into a savings account that is going to help me buy a house. It has to be relevant. If you're looking to build a routine 
of exercise that helps you to go hiking and backpacking. Making a goal about saving money for a house isn't necessarily going to help you with that. So that's where relevancy comes in. Timely. If you don't set yourself a deadline, it will not happen. You have to push yourself to achieve this goal in a certain amount of time. And of course, you can't say, I'm going to do it by tomorrow. But you can say, in a month, I'm going to be able to hike two miles or three miles. And that is identifying something measurable as well as timely. Now, you don't want to extend it too far out. You can't say, next year, I'm going to do a 10-mile hike. Because that doesn't provide steps to achieve your goal. It is too lofty, if you will. It is too far away for you to have investment now. There's a balance in making these goals timely. Too close and it's unachievable. Too far and you won't have personal investment. But you also want to be able to push yourself in this. If you set that goal a little closer than comfortable and vow to stick to your goal, then you might achieve that even if you're like, you know, Even if you think that you might not actually be able to hike those three miles in a month, you might be closer in a month and a half than you would have been if you had given yourself a deadline of six months. Other techniques for identifying limiting beliefs and building confidence are things like visualization or mantra. One of the techniques I like to use in health coaching is by having my client visualize their ideal day starting with the moment they wake up. Did they feel rested? Are the curtains open? Is the sun coming up now or has it already been up? Did you sleep in? What's the first thing you do when you step out of bed? Do you feel fuzzy soft slippers on your feet as you step into them? Or are you experiencing the chill of the morning as you've left your cozy, warm bed? That's how detailed I want these visualizations to be because it sets the atmosphere for what that day might be like. Then you might move into, who did you see first thing in the morning? What did you hear first thing in the morning? What did you taste? Using the senses and using the body to help begin to bring that into reality. Somatic experiencing can be so powerful for creating these manifestations and change. I like to call it getting the body on board. Mantra might be used to create these affirmations and reinforce these positive beliefs and intentions. For example, if you are wanting to build a fitness routine, then you might say, I love myself and my body and nourish it the best that I can. I listen to my body and what it needs. Or I am healthy at any age, weight, or size. Another great one might be, I do not need to be or feel perfect to have a great workout today. So those are some examples of mantras that you might incorporate into creating a new exercise routine. Journaling, using SMART goals, using visualization and mantra are all ways that you can begin to create transformation and support yourself by being honest being precise, and facilitating growth. 
This also facilitates self-awareness. Like we said, begin at the beginning. That means self-awareness, self-reflection. So if you were to go through that visualization, begin by thinking about your ideal day. I've already talked to you through some areas where you might start. So I'll give you a moment to get a feel, get a taste, get a sensation for your ideal day. Take a moment now. As you continue that visualization, I want you to identify where your vision differs from your current reality. What limiting belief might be keeping you from making changes in these areas where you find difference, discomfort, dissatisfaction? Reflect on these misalignments between your aspirations and your reality and begin to identify those limiting beliefs that might be holding you back. As we conclude the episode of the Hungry Heart Class podcast today, we've traversed the intricate relationships between your mindset and your ability to manifest your deepest desires. We've learned that not all beliefs serve us, and often they can be holding us back. But reframing a belief, making a small change in our perspective, can be the seed that starts a forest of transformation. The journey towards meaningful change requires space, time, and self-awareness. You've heard about methods like journaling, smart goals, mantras, and visualizations that can aid you in your transformation journey. But the final question remains, where does your vision differ from your current reality? What limiting belief might be holding you back from achieving your full potential or your ideal life? Now, as you ponder this, remember that alchemy requires attention, patience, and persistence. And your beliefs can be your greatest assets. With the right mindset, you can transform your reality. Find Hungry Heart Crest on Instagram. And if this podcast lit your fire for transformation, reach out by emailing me, dawn at hungryheartquest.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, connected by nature, united we flourish. Mm-hmm.